Hey, this is Ryan from 60 Cycle Hunt the Guitar Podcast. Today, I'm just going to have some fun shooting out three different octave pedals. First of all, I've got my Micropog, which is owned by Steve, who's the uh, the co-host of the podcast. I'm his co-host. He's my co-host. We're co-hosts. Uh, also, I've got the Pitchfork here, which is an octave pedal I've used on my board for a really long time. I love this pedal. I'm very familiar with it. Looking forward to seeing how it compares to these other two. And, of course, the Subbing Up Mini by TC Electronic. Just got this into demo a little while ago. Go check out my other videos if you want. Uh, so let's get started. I've got them all set to a low octave setting. Let's check it out. Here's the Micropog. Here's the Pitchfork. subbing up, of course. It's really interesting to me that the electroharmonics pedals sound different from each other. You'd think that they would just be lifting the same you know, lines of code or hardware over in between these two pedals to do the same thing just with different controls. And that's not the case at all. The Pitchfork and the Micropog have a definite different sound, a different way that they're handling uh, the low octave. And the subbing up on its default poly octave setting sounds way different than these two. Way more bass. Way more bass. I'm honestly a little worried about my amps down there. Uh, I'm running a Princeton Reverb and an Ibanez TSA-15H, uh, two low wattage amps with uh, a 10-inch speaker and a 12-inch speaker, and I hope that I don't blow them out. All right, let's check out high octave settings now. Here we go, Micropog. Pitchfork. I think they sound more similar on that setting than on the low setting. Here is the subbing up. And that sounds way different from the electroharmonics pedals. I mean, which sound is best? That's really just completely subjective. You need to use your own ears to figure out which sound works best for your playing style, for your rig, for what you're trying to do with it. All right, let's find some blended sounds right now. I just turned these at random, so who knows what they'll sound like. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing this green pirate shirt, this green tuxedo pirate shirt, because a uh, listener of the show and, you know, person who interacts with us on the Facebook group, Bruce Kumquat, uh, asked if he sent me a shirt, if I would wear it in a demo. I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I like to wear crazy shirts. I like surprises. Send me a shirt. I'll wear it in a demo. And so this thing showed up. I had no idea what he was going to send me. Here I am. I'm wearing it. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, this thing is really weird, and I've never worn such a roughly shirt before. All right, here's some blended sounds. That's the Micropog, by the way.
That's the pitchfork. Here's the subbing up mini. Go back to the micropod for some lead lines. Back to the pitchfork. And the subbing up mini. So there's, you know, your basic comparison of the sounds. I mean, I could go all day doing different things with these pedals, but I think that really gives you a good picture of the tonal differences. Let's talk about some of the feature set differences because these all do slightly different things. Uh, the Micropog is the most simple in a way. There's just three knobs. Uh, there's a dry out if you want a little bit of extra, something fun to play around with. So I guess you could run dry out to other effects and do some kind of stereo thing with this. Uh, other than that, you have a pretty great blending section here, which is similar to the sub and up blending section. You have a dry, a sub octave blend, and then your octave up blend, which gives you a lot of options. You can really dial in your sounds. The pitchfork is missing all of that as far as blending goes. You have a very simple dry to wet blend, and then you can decide with the switch whether to have a low octave, a high octave, or both at the same time, they're at the same level. You can't blend the high lower. You can't blend the low higher, <laughs> and vice versa. Uh, what the pitchfork has that the other two don't, on the surface anyways, is all these other settings for, you know, here you could dial in a sixth. Or a third. Something fun to do is you put it on the detuning setting and it acts like a chorus. A pretty good sounding chorus too. So there's a bunch of extra settings there. You can also plug in an expression pedal and turn this thing into a Digitech whammy style pedal where you can just get crazy rocking your expression back and forth, ramping up into different pitches or ramping down whatever you want to do. There's also the latch function, which makes it momentary. I just think the pitchfork is awesome. It's just full of settings full of all sorts of little extra things you can do with it. Pretty small case too. Like this fits on any board in any pedal slot, no problem. I just love the pitchfork. Uh, extra things you can do with the seven up, there's tone print. Of course there's tone print because it's TC Electronic. You can beam things from your phone, patches, straight into the pedal, get a wealth of other sounds out of it. Like there's so many things this thing can do. Plug it into your computer and you can tweak tone print settings for months, for years. Like, there's so many settings, it's bananas. You're going to, like, lose years of your life discovering everything that this thing can do once you get into the tone print software. Uh, that being said, there's a big tone difference between this and these two pedals. You have to use your own ears. You have to decide for yourself 
which works best with you. Uh, thanks for watching. You know what? Not thanks for watching. Let's do some more fun stuff. I think we should show how these pedals handle fuzz. I always say that fuzz is a good indicator of you know how a piece of gear handles your signal because fuzz just gives you a wide range of noise and you can hear how it filters every little bit of it. So we're going to start by putting the fuzz before these pedals to see how they sound and then we'll try putting the fuzz after to see which ones favor uh, dirt before it and which favors dirt after it. All right, here comes a time lapse. All right, all set. We have got the uh, Pelican Noise Works half horse fuzz down here. <laughs> This is a favorite fuzz of mine. Let's see how the uh, micropog handles being hit with fuzz. And here's the pitchfork, also being hit by fuzz. Let's get it to similar setting here. And here's the sub and up. sound good but they all have major differences in their sound uh, let's put that fuzz after these guys huh all right same fuzz on the same settings after the after all these pedals is giving me a noise so something doesn't like sharing power with the fuzz pedal after it all right let's try the micropog Here's the pitchfork. And here's the sub and up. Not a huge difference before or after. But there is a difference, and I think it was worth showing off. All right, now I can say thanks for watching. Please subscribe. Do all the other stuff. Uh, see you later. Bye.